Hi, everyone. Welcome to the chat box with Uncle Funky's daughter. I'm your host, Melinda Spalding Chevalier, and we have a return guest with us this time. Miss Jasmine Oliver is back to talk about her life. And the topic is how motherhood changed my life. To know a little bit more about Jasmine, she has been with us before. We know that she normally would talk to us about her natural hair care routine, but this time we're focusing in a little bit more about her personal life. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. It's always a pleasure. So, you know, we're, we're going to talk about this, this topic of motherhood, which I love to discuss, but I want to know about your hair routine for today and this week. How's it going? Well, this week was pretty simple. I just did a wash and go. Um, and before that, I did a bun. So I've been having a lazy hair week these past two weeks. And I normally don't do wash and goes, but I'm trying to get back into them because they're the most simplest style I can do that doesn't require me to take too much time to set it and all that. I'm just trying to work out the actual particulars of my wash and go so that I start to do it more often. But yeah, this was an easy wash and go week for me. So how would you describe when when you say wash and go, some of our funky junkies may think, oh, easier said than done. How would you describe your hair texture type and style? Well, my hair texture is a combination of 3C, 4A, I believe. So for me, I have fine hair and my hair responds better when it's completely soaking wet, especially with a wash and go. So I have to have my hair completely soaking wet. Then I apply product and I have to let it dry and not touch it or I'll have a a frizz puff on my head. (laughs) So, so, you know, it's, it's so many different types of, you know, hair types out here. And, you know, I see other people's wash and goes. And I'm like, oh my God, this looks so nice. But I always have to remember what I tell people that you cannot look at someone else's hair and think your hair is going to be exactly like that. Because, you know, hair types, hair porosity, you know, even the amount of hair someone has on their hair can be completely different than yours. So that is something that I have to remind myself to stop comparing my wash and goes to others and just work with what I have. So, yeah. The average time rather for your hair routine. For a wash and go, I would say styling is really quick. So maybe 20 minutes. It's just the drying part that takes the longest. So you just have to wait for it to dry. But if you have somewhere to go, then I guess that's when you would get a diffuser or just a simple hair dryer. So I think total time, maybe like 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, you know, this will actually, believe it or not, help us transition into this discussion about how motherhood has changed your life. Yes. So I want to know, you know, our routines change when we become mothers. How has your hair routine changed with oh, motherhood? God. My hair routine, if I'm not filming a video or doing something in that nature, I really don't have one. It's, it's just... I'll do a bun because sometimes when I do a style, like uh, if I do like a braid out or a twist out, I can easily get those type of styles to last me a-, a week at least or maybe even longer than a week. So I was doing that before Jalen. So now it's come, it comes in handy more often. But now once my style is over at the end of it, which is a ponytail, <laughs> Last a little longer than normal. Normally, after about a week and a half, I'll redo my hair. But sometimes I'll leave my hair just in a ponytail until I feel like styling it again. So, And that's okay. 
Yeah, you, know, you got to give yourself a break with motherhood. <laughs> That's one of the things that I learned early on, and I know our curl, our chief curl officer Renee. She, I know she knows that, but I want to hear from you about how motherhood has changed your life. Oh my gosh. It just makes me think about like, what was life before? Like, I really have no idea, <laughs> but it's, it's just amazing though, because it really makes me, cause before having Jalen, I only had myself to worry about. I, I was living in New York. I had just moved out there within like three years ago. So I was just, you know, living my New York life, just thinking about the next move, my next goal, and then having Jalen. And then with the pandemic, you know, I moved back home to Cleveland, Ohio. So everything's completely different now. And it's just like, I just think about how to just be so much better for her. Versus before I was kind of just, you know, doing my own thing. But now it's like I look at her and I'm just like, I have, to, I have to do everything so much on a higher level now that I have her who's looking at me. So it's it's just completely different now. It's just amazing how like a baby can just change your way of thinking immediately. Absolutely. And there are a lot of us in the community, funky junkies out there who are in different stages in our lives. We may be considering motherhood or saying, hey, it's not for me, beginning motherhood in the middle of the journey like me or, you know, your kids may be about to go off to college. So it's it's so interesting to just share our stories and be vulnerable. And this applies to the dads, too. I want to know about what maybe you consider to be one of your biggest challenges that you've had to overcome as a first time mom. The biggest challenges I've had is thinking that I'm doing it wrong and that there's this perfect way to be a mom and your instincts kick in, but it's like you, you just want to be like, okay, I'm doing this perfectly. I have to be doing this so right. I have to, I have to look up this about breastfeeding because I have to make sure I'm doing this right. Or I have to have the perfect sleep routine or my baby's going to hate me. (laughs) So it's like, you know, I have to just stop and say, you know what? It doesn't have to be perfect. And that is, there's this app that I was using. And at the end of every week, we're update your baby for the week. At the very end, it always says, your baby is, you know, original, unlike, you know, any other baby. So just be patient and your baby is, you know, on the right path, whether it doesn't meet all of these requirements right now. So it's like, okay, you know, just take a breather. You know, everything doesn't have to be perfect. And, you know, your baby still is is going to love you and you're fine. <laughs> So that that's a really good life lesson to learn and to yeah. know, you know, that everything is not going to be perfect. So that was a good thing for you to overcome. What do you think has brought you the most joy in this process? Uh, the most joy is just seeing her every day, like learning something new or, you know, a new milestone and just how excited she gets. And it's so like every little thing just excites me like, oh, she said this today or, you know, it's just every day is different. I think that brings me the most joy. It's like it's not as stressful as any situation can be. I always find joy in just looking at how happy she gets when she learns something new or hears, sees something for the first time. It's just so exciting for her. So it just brings a light to my day. I love that. Now. You know, we all have our ideas about what life will be like and what motherhood will be like. And there are some who are listening who, you know, may have a different path. They may not choose to have a child. They may choose to, you know, take in a child or look after a child or be an auntie for life or their grandma. Tell me 
maybe something that you wish you had known before you became a mother? Oh, wow. Okay. I guess I wish I'd known how important a sleep routine is for the baby (laughs) because I guess I kind of was like, oh, you know, the whole cry it out method. I never really thought that that was a good method, but I do understand now why they said in the beginning, like it's very important to establish a routine because a bad routine can turn into a way of life. (laughs) So (laughs) I, I wish I had known how important a baby's sleep was before being a mom because it's, you know, they that's all they do in the beginning is sleep. So it's like you have to create some sort of routine for them before it gets too late. And then that's just their way of doing it. So I'm trying to figure that out now. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll get many comments and people reaching out to you. You know, it's as someone who is a mother of an 11 and a nine year old, it's never too late to start a routine. It just gets harder. Yes. And then there is one other thing. I didn't realize how the extreme difference of breastfed babies and formula babies. Hmm. So a lot of times when I'm following these articles about um, different topics, it's going to be different if you are a breastfed baby versus a formula fed baby. So it's kind of like it's a relief once I found like I found a support breastfeeding support group. And I'm just like, oh, well, everything I thought wasn't it. You know, everything I was looking at was mainly geared towards formula fed babies. So a lot of times when I thought that I was doing something wrong, why she kept waking up was just because, you know, that's just how breastfed babies are. So that is something else I wish I knew there was going to be a a difference and not to freak myself out when it wasn't according to a certain schedule. So, yeah. Again, motherhood, it's it's just beginning for you, your daughter. You've reached the one-year mark. Congratulations yeah. on that. Thank you. I can't, it's, it's gone by so fast. Like, I really can't even believe that it's been a year. You know, when we talk about this with Uncle Funky's in the chat box, it always comes back to hair. So are you yes. having a ball, like putting little bows on her hair? And oh, yeah. So I love that she, you know, we're at the ponytail phase now. So oh, we can do all these. And I did one. She did one ponytail on top of her head this week or this past weekend. I was like, oh, you look like mommy now. Oh. <laughs> so but what I am trying to get her to do is sleep with a bonnet on her head. She will not keep it on her head. Did you said like, a bonnet? Yes. <laughs> one. OK. OK, mom. Well, because. The only thing with that is like for me, I know I don't go I don't go to sleep without anything on my head. And it, it really comes down to babies because her hair will be so nice during the day and she'll go to sleep and then it'll be like completely dry the next day. So I'm like, it's because you didn't sleep with your bonnet on. This might like, be a first for me hearing about a one year old with a bonnet. I I'd love to one. hear the thoughts of the funky junkies on that. Just I just well, yeah, just because no, like, suffocation hazard or anything. So please be careful with the bonnet. Well, no, not it, up until now, I didn't because it was too big. So now it fits Smart, her yeah. head. So yeah, not when she was like smaller. No, but now that you well, know, I, I can get her to too. you know her ponytails. We're like, we'll keep these ponytails nice. So. <laughs> I understand anything to make your life easier as a mother. We certainly understand. Congratulations, Jasmine, on one year of motherhood. And Thank where can you. we find you? To learn more about, you know, your life and your hair care routine. On Jazz Colored Curls on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel there and I am, which is this 
podcast is actually right on time because I am going to start getting more personal about my baby story and other things like that on my YouTube channel. And Instagram is Jazz Colored Curls as well. So it's J-A-S Colored Curls. Awesome. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us. We can't thank wait to check in on your journey. Thank you. hear more about how your life is going. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.